you're looking for a gift idea for the historian in your life, I read an incredible book recently. It's called Strike of the Sailfish, Two Sister Submarines and the Sinking of a Japanese Aircraft Carrier. Strike of the Sailfish. The author is historian Stephen Moore, who uh, is with us this afternoon. Stephen, thank you so much for being with us. Glad to be with you, John. I did not know this story, and I read a lot of military history. It's really a rarely told World War II story. I want you to give me the basics of the story here, then we'll dive into it a little bit. Tell us the premise behind the book. As quick as I can, it's kind of the intertwined fate of two sister submarines, the Squalus and the Sculpin. Uh, a big sinking in 1939 in which half the crew was lost on the Squalus. The Sculpin stood by and helped rescue uh, vessels, bring half the men back to the surface. The Squalus was refloated, brought back to harbor, and many war patrols later by both vessels. The Sculpin fights an ill-fated surface battle with a Japanese destroyer and loses. Uh, she's forced to be scuttled and sinks with about half the crew. The remainder of her crew are picked up by a Japanese warship and taken in for interrogation, and then subsequently put on two aircraft carriers for voyage back to Japan. As fate would have it, those carriers are intercepted by a number of submarines unsuccessfully until the sailfish steps in. And long story short, in a 12-hour running battle in the midst of a typhoon, three different torpedo attacks, she hits the carrier Chuyo uh, multiple times, unknowing that that carrier is in fact carrying prisoners of war, Americans actually from the lost submarine Sculpin. So a whole bizarre set of circumstances there over a five-year period to tell that as quickly as I can. I love what you do kind of narrating the action aboard the sailfish and the carrier, and you kind of marry those two together and take us inside both of those vessels. And you spoke to William Dillon, the last survivor of the sailfish. What was it like to hear him tell the story that you had spent so much time researching? He's an incredible guy. He is so sharp and focused. He's 99 years old. He's already planning his 100-year anniversary, and he talks about the depth-charging attacks and various events that we describe in the book where his own ship could have been lost, and just in general what it was like to be submerged, making these attacks on enemy vessels. Tremendous guy, and, and all these guys were volunteers, you know, teenagers back in the 1930s, 1940s, going to war. I tried to capture as many of his stories as I could in the book, and, and hopefully the readers will find it entertaining just to learn what life was like, submerged for hours or days at a time. Yeah, I can't imagine. So Dylan's vessel, the Sailfish, was the first U.S. sub to sink a Japanese aircraft carrier in the broader picture of winning the war in the Pacific, how big a deal was this moment? Well, it was a big deal. There, uh, others had been attacked, like at the Battle of Midway. There was a, a carrier fired on and hit by what were dud torpedoes. But we had a torpedo problem early in 42 and 43 that the Americans finally fixed. And so by late 1943, we finally got good warheads, good missiles. This is the first Japanese carrier to go down. And it's a dogged attack in the worst of conditions on the outskirts of a typhoon. They got the presidential unit citation for it. The skipper got the Navy Cross. Uh, it was a highly celebrated event, as much as could be told without giving away too much details of what exactly had been sunk. It was a big deal. Strike of the Sailfish is the book. Stephen Moore is the author. Do you think World War II vets are the greatest generation? I think so. I've had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing you know, dozens and dozens of them over the years for different projects, and it's just a different breed of people. I can talk about 85-year-old guys climbing trees with chainsaws, doing work that they don't want to hire somebody to do because that's just not how they were raised. 
you know, we've got a different generation these days that would gladly pay money to have any service done, but these guys rolled up their sleeves and did it themselves, and they continue to live that way, the ones I know that are still with us today. Stephen, how do you find the subjects in the books? I mean, this is incredible stuff, and I know you did a lot of research. How do you find out about the sailfish? How do you find out about the different things you decide to pursue and put into print? It usually is a topic I take up something that's interesting to me, uh, because if I'm interested, I'm going to go deeper into it and try to find the unknown facts. I was already aware of the submarine POWs of World War II from a previous project and interviews I'd done, but I just happened to run into Bill Dillon on an airplane two years ago, heading overseas, and recognized the name of his boat and the jacket he was wearing, and he was just stunned that I knew as much as I did about what his ship had done, and we just hit it off, and, and before I knew it, it was like, there's a story to be told, and it was just fascinating digging back into that subject matter again and trying to find fresh pieces of information and fresh interviews, including diaries and journals and stuff that haven't seen the light of day. The book is really powerful. It's Strike of the Sailfish. It's it's riveting. Even if war isn't your thing, you'll enjoy the writing in this book, Strike of the Sailfish by Stephen Moore. Stephen, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you, John. Take care.